Amen. How many are glad that you are the joy that was set before Christ? You were the joy in his heart, and that's why he went to the cross, because he loved you so much, and he wanted to redeem you back unto himself. Amen. Father, we thank you, God, for what you have done. We thank you, Jesus, for your obedience on the cross. And we thank you, God, as we move into 2023, God, you have a plan for all of us that, God, you're going to bring freedom and deliverance. And I thank you, God, for your presence. Lord, as we get into your word briefly, God, I pray for your supernatural presence on this word. And, God, we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Happy New Year. <laughs> how, many is one, how many are wanting some new stuff in their life this year for 2023? Amen. Well, I'm going to briefly talk. We said we were going to try to get out of here by 12 or 12.15. It's now 12, so we are doing New Covenant style. Bear with me. I'm going to cut a few things out of this, but I'm going to uh, share something that I think will be relative and important for us as we move into 2023, just as a little overview of what we really feel God wants to do in our hearts and our life, um, we're going to call. Um, we're going to call. Uh, I'm not saying we have a theme necessarily, but we have some things that are stirring in our hearts on what we feel like the Lord wants to do this year, and it, we don't even have a title on it really, but I'm going to kind of share kind of some things that have been going on over the last month as we've been praying and seeking God's face for 2023. And I really believe God is turning us, God is turning us inside out for 2023. That God is going to do a work on the inside of us and even what took place in worship today about what God was wanting to do. I mean, if, if, you really ought to go back over the service after you hear this message because what they sang, what the prophetic words that came forth, the, the communion, everything, Lincoln's encouraging word. As I'm sitting there hearing everything as God's saying, and I'm going, oh my, it is so you, God, how you are doing something in this, in this house where you're wanting to take us inside, clean some inside stuff up, purify us on the inside, and he's going to take us out into the community in 2023. God wants to do something in our hearts in 2023. Can you please say, I'm in agreement with that? Well, I, I want to briefly share Isaiah 43 with us. Uh, even Ashley began to sing this a little bit at the beginning of worship about a new change. And we're not just doing this because it's a new year. God is on something, and he's been speaking something really all even last year. But in Isaiah 43, the prophet Isaiah prophesied, and he said, forget the former things, do not dwell in the past. How many want to not dwell in the past this year? Move past some old things. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Are you perceiving it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Now, I don't want to take this scripture out of context because he was speaking to Israel. And Israel in this season were in captivity in Babylon. They were enslaved in Babylon. 
Nebuchadnezzar had destroyed Jerusalem. The temple had been completely burned. The gold artifacts of the temple, all the, all the, 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 all the, all the gold in the temple had been ransacked and taken to Babylon, which is now Iran. And Israel as a nation had been dispersed. And Isaiah prophesies that I'm getting ready to do a new thing in Israel. See, I'm doing a new thing. Don't dwell in the past. It springs up. Do you perceive it? I'm making a way. And then what God ended up doing, which is amazing, is he used an ungodly king of Persia called Cyrus, and he began to bring deliverance to God's people, and he allowed God's people. He, he conquered King Nebuchadnezzar, and he then came and allowed God's people to return to Israel. He allowed them. He paid for them to rebuild the temple and to start rebuilding it, and there became this exodus from Babylon back to Jerusalem, and God did a new thing, and he began to restore Israel. How many believe the United States of America needs restored? Yes. I mean, in a lot of ways, we are in our own bondage as a nation, but we're also as individuals also in a level of bondage to Babylon. We all have strongholds. We have, all have little things in our life. It was mentioned in the scripture, or Shelley, this morning, those little dark places in our life that we just don't want to go to. Every one of you. Every one of you have a dark place. Every one of us has a place we just don't want to look at it. it. It discourages us. It frustrates us. We don't even like looking at that part of our life. Is there anybody in this house can say amen that's there? And it discourages you, it frustrates you, and it, and it does something. But God is saying, I'm going to bring water in your wilderness. I'm going to bring streams in that wasteland, that place of darkness. I'm going to do something in 2023 to break that and bring water of my river, water of my presence, water of me to it. I tell you, I've tried to fix myself for years. Anybody else? And I cannot fix myself. It is the living God. It is the spirit of Christ. It is him living in me. It is him who does the work. If you go on to chapter 45 in Isaiah, it says that, that, that God will rescue and deliver you. Amen. And it's not that we don't cooperate with God. We have to cooperate. But the spirit of God in 2023 wants to go to those dark places. And he wants to bring water to that wasteland, that wilderness in your life. And he wants to bring freedom inside of you so that we can go outside, inside to go out, inside to go out. Everybody say, inside to go out. He wants to go inside of you to go out. So he's turning us inside out in 2023. So in staff meeting, we've been praying, God, what do you want to do for 2023? Tom, as he came off of the sabbatical, he felt like we needed to go one way. And, and, and there was something in my heart for 23 where we needed to go another way. And so we were like, gosh, God, what are you wanting to do? Tom felt as he went through the sabbatical, we needed to really do some internal work. And, and as he's done internal work and some breaking some strongholds inside of him, he felt like the church really needed to go inside to break those things. And I was feeling like, gosh, guys, we got to get outside the walls. We got to start evangelizing. We got to start reaching the city. There's a harvest to be brought into this kingdom. And it's like, and we felt like there was two paralyzing uh, vi visions. And then Shelly in staff meeting goes, what if it's both? And it was like, what a brilliant idea. <laughs> and Shelly said, 
What if it's in and out? And the Spirit of God was so on that. The Spirit of God was on that comment that she made in the meeting. And it was like, yes, God wants to bring inside change to this house. And he also wants us to get outside the four walls. Can I please have an amen on that? And so that's kind of where we go. So we don't know exactly what it's going to look like this year, but God is wanting to turn us inside out in 2023. And the scripture I just read said, I am doing a new thing. We can't dwell on the past. God is going to make a way for us in our wilderness, and he's going to make streams for us in our deserts to shift us, to change us in 2023. And so far, we're going to just call it an inside-outside shift or change for 2023. Are you guys into that? So God is calling us to internal spiritual change, inside change. Everybody say inside change. That will produce an outward shift or change of redemption to our community. Do you perceive it? Do you feel like there's change in the air? Not just because it's the new year. I mean, there's a lot of people discouraged, frustrated. It's like you feel there's change. We got to do something. Something's got to change. I got to change this. I got to change. There's some, there is that not in the air of the spirit that I've got to change something. What new thing is God wanting to do in you in 2023? What internal shift? Internal changes God wanting to do in you and in me and in this house. What is God wanting to do that will bring an outward shift that will help us to go out and affect our community in 2023? One of the prophets that gets a lot of attentions is Sean Bowles. He's been here before many, many years before he was ever popular. And he had, about a month ago, Tom sent me his uh, prophetic word. And in his prophetic word for 2023, he said, there's going to be in 2023 a huge pivot coming. Pivot is another word for change. He said, even though there's a recession and a recession is coming, God will use the recession to transition people into changing. The pain of financial lack will make you uncomfortable and put you in a place to make decisions that you would have not normally made if you were not forced to go there. And he gave the example of Joseph's brothers, how they got uncomfortable in Israel with the famine in Israel. There was a famine in Israel, and the brothers got so uncomfortable with the famine that they made a decision to go to Egypt to get food. And that famine forced them to go and to get food. And what ended up happening is God restored Israel. God restored Joseph to his brothers. And forgiveness came, healing came, and God actually delivered the nation of Israel from being starved out. He brought rivers in a wasteland. He brought streams in the desert to Israel. But it was the pain of change the pain of what they were going through that forced them to make change. I'm telling you, God sometimes uses pain to get your attention so that you will change. None of us like pain. We avoid pain like the pain of plagues. None of us like pain. Anybody out there like pain? Woohoo, party! 
And so where is God wanting to bring change in you in 2023? I say, where is your pain? If God uses pain in our lives to help us move and make change, if you're in a, and if you are currently in pain in any area of your life, you're in discouragement, you're in struggle, you're in disappointment, you're in depression, you're in frustration, you're in bad relationships, you're in financial crunch, I don't name, you name the pain. Name your pain, follow your pain, follow the pain. That is going to be God helping you on what he is wanting to change in you in 2023. Follow your pain. Everybody say, follow your pain. He wants to heal you of internal stuff and not sweep it under the carpet any longer. Those internal things keep you so focused on yourself that your mind can't even think about reaching out to others in the community because you're so focused on your own pain and your own life and what's going on in you that we can't even think about going into the community because the internal crap focuses our attention. And so if we're going to do something in 2023, we have to go inside to go outside. Are you with me? Now, I got a warning from the Lord about a month ago as I was in this groggy state, this state of I was really wanting to go back to sleep, but I was awake. I was really wanting to go back to sleep. 4.30-ish, that happens a lot. And I really wanted to go back to bed. And I'm in a prayer state, and I'm in a sleep state. Anybody ever been there? And the Lord begins to download something. He says, I have a warning for you guys. And here's what the Lord told me. He said, many people are changing their external environment, their external circumstances, and they think they're changing for God. And God said, but I'm warning you. If you will focus on external changes, you will miss what I want to do in 2023 because I'm more interested in the internal change of people's hearts right now than I am in external changes. Matter of fact, he said, people deceive themselves in thinking they're changing because they make changes to the environment, their circumstances. He says, and they're not changing at all. They actually need to go internal with me, the presence of God, and allow me to make internal changes so that I can affect the external world. Yes, there may come external changes. People may do certain things in their life to change. Now, let me give you some practical examples of what I'm talking about here. Because I think this will help on what this internal change looks like. So, we... We'll use the example that um, Sean Bowles used with the recession and finances. There are people who are struggling in their finances. They're struggling paying their bills. They're struggling with everything going up. And, And borrowing is going crazy, and people are borrowing like crazy on credit cards, and it's hard to pay the bills. And the pain of paying the bills, what could be the external change that you try to make in order to solve that problem? You could get a new job, a higher paying job, a second job. You can work more hours. Those are external changes and people think, that's what God wants me to do. And so I start working more hours. I make a shift in my job and I change jobs or whatever I do. And I've made this external change. But what if it is the internal change of greed, of lust, of lack of self-control, of getting a budget. 
of internal change that actually will change your finances and you won't have to work more hours and wear yourself out and get distracted from God and not be in the house of God and not be in the word because you're working so many hours now because you've got to what? Pay the bills. And so we make this external change, but the change God's actually looking for is internal. Can I have an amen? Maybe you're not even happy at work. Maybe that's another thing. You're not happy at work and you think you need to change jobs. And you change jobs, external, external change. But maybe it's that God's wanting you to forgive the people you work with. Maybe you're frustrated at the boss, boss and God's working on your pride. Maybe there's an internal thing God's wanting to do rather than you make an external change. Is that making any sense with me today, church? I can use weight, losing weight. That's a big one at the first of the year. I will go into the Y on Monday morning. That place will be packed. <laughs> losing weight. This is my big one. I've been in prayer about this for the last several weeks because I know he's trying to make me self-aware of something that's much deeper. But what is the external change? You get the Y membership. You make changes and you do external things. And you know what? You go to the Y for three weeks and guess what? You quit, quit going. Because why? You've made the external change, but you haven't made the internal change. I've done that. And I'm in this place where I got, oh God, you are wanting to do something internally in me. I, I, it's going to be ugly. I don't know what it is. But I can keep doing the external stuff and stay where I'm at. Or I can do the internal stuff and have the wilderness. I can have water in the wilderness. I can have the streams in my wasteland, in that place, that hidden part in your heart that you don't want to go to. Anybody with me, please? Maybe you're struggling spiritually. I loved what Lincoln said about growing in our walk with God. Maybe you're struggling spiritually or you're bored spiritually. Or man, I just, ah, it's just not, it's just not, I'm just not getting it at New Covenant. I'm just not getting it here. I'm just not at home. I just don't get it. I'm bored spiritually and I'm struggling. So the external change that we make is we change churches. The external change is we buy a new devotional. The external change is we do something different spiritually. But what is the internal change that God is wanting to make? God is turning us inside out for 2023. And I believe deliverance is going to come from the Lord alone. Not that we're not going to cooperate with him, but I'm telling you, when we're in a wilderness and we're in a place where there's a dark place of our heart that we don't want to go to, it is so much easier to change my external circumstances and to make that change than to go to the dark place. Because I can deceive myself and think, I've made a change, I've satisfied myself, I've made a change by changing my external circumstances, but internally, I am no different. 
I still believe the same things. I still am insecure. I'm this or that. And God's wanting to get to that hidden place with his streams of river, living water. He will bring streams in our desert for 2023. Time to land a plane. God is turning us inside out for 2023. True internal change will bring true outside redemptive work. God is preparing us for a great harvest of souls in Newcastle, Indiana. God is preparing us for a harvest of souls in Newcastle, Indiana. God is preparing us for a harvest of souls in Newcastle, Indiana. God is preparing us for a harvest of souls in Newcastle, Indiana. And as Mike shared during worship, he is not a secret. And we're not going to be externally going into the city if we don't heal some of the places of our inside. Now, I'm not saying you have to have one or the other. we got to do both. Amen? We have to get internal change, but we also have to go out into our community and affect our community. Amen? So what shift or what change is God asking for you in 2023? Does everybody have, does everybody know what that is? Does anybody have some ideas? Make sure you start your year off right with internal changes before you start making external changes. That was the warning of the Lord. God is turning us inside out in 2023 so we can bring redemption to our community. God is turning us inside out in 2023. Now here's our action plan. If you want to take a picture of this, this is what's going to help you to get somewhere with this. I'm just going to briefly go over it. I'm hoping you take pictures. I'll put it on Facebook group because I want to land a plane because we said we would. Number one, identify one area God is wanting to bring internal change. If you do not know what you need to change, go to step two. Step two, identify your pain and your emotions you're experiencing with an issue. Follow your pain. Pain helps you identify what needs changed in your life. Number three, ask for help. If you don't have a clue what to do, ask someone in the church to help you. It's a great time to sign up for emotional healing if you can't seem to make sense of your thoughts. And if you're struggling in your marriage, it's a great time to ask for help from our marriage team. Because I tell you, the pain in your relationships are the sign that something needs to be dealt with inside you. The reading plan this week is reading Acts chapters 1 and 2. What passage just got highlight to you, the journal that, pa journal that passage and let God speak to you through this word. If you'll look at this reading plan, you're going to see the work that God did by the power of the Spirit in his disciples. And what that power did when the Holy Spirit came, it actually compelled them to go out into the community. It actually motivated them to redemptive work. When we empower ourselves with the power of the Holy Spirit and we allow the Spirit of God to move on the areas of our life, they were fearful men, they were scared men, they were insecure men. God changed something on the inside and it made them bold men. Can I have an amen on that? And we're going to start reading through Acts and our reading plan about the power of the Spirit and how we've got to get the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us on these dark places of our hearts. And then we're going to memorize Psalms 9, 1 through 2. Cool? All right. That's your action plan for the week. 
So next week what's going to happen is Pastor Tom is going to begin to unpack some of the internal struggles and the changes that God led him to during his sabbatical. He's going to begin to show you some of the black, the ugly, and he is going to share what God's been doing inside of his heart to bring the redemptive work of God inside. And as he does that, and he discusses his journey, we're going to see some of the external redemptive work of what God has done in him and what God is going to do in our community through it. I'm excited about what Tom's going to share next week. So make sure you're here. You're going to hear a lot about what took place during his sabbatical. And uh, we're going to move from inside out in 2023. Is everybody good with that? That is the quickest message I've ever done. <laughs> and we are 24 minutes Shelly said, start throwing tomatoes at, tw at 12.25. You have one minute before you start throwing tomatoes. So, if you will, stand up with me. What we're going to do, and if you need to leave, you can do this. But we are going to pray. Speaking of changes, we're going to pray for Grace and Gage Carruthers. They are moving back to Texas. She is pregnant with child, and they are going to go back to her family and have the baby down there. And so we are going to be losing Gage and Grace. But if I could have uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. team, Tom, Michelle, Shelly, and my wife, we're going to pray for them. And if you get anything prophetically, I would like for you to write it down and give it to them after our time of prayer instead of all these prophetic words since we're trying to expedite the time. So Gage and Grace, where are you? If I can have Shelly and Chris and Michelle, my wife... The shield team, come on up here. Why don't you guys go right there? Does anybody love this couple? Yes. They've been in our discipleship group on Monday nights, and it has been a joy having them, that is for sure. They just had a baby shower this Friday, and uh, we're going to miss them, that's for sure. But we also know that as God is taking them to Texas, there's an internal work that he's doing in their relationship as well. So would you stretch your hand towards them? Father God, I just thank you for the gift of gauge and grace. And I ask for your grace on them as they go back to Texas and as you help them discern the will of God for their life. God, they are called to ministry. They are called to declaring your kingdom. They are revivalists. They are young men and a young man and young woman who have a great call on their lives. And God, uh, we send them forth with a blessing. We send them, God, with love and uh, and tears. <laughs> but oh God, may your grace be upon them. Empower them. Anoint them to declare the good news of Jesus Christ in Texas. May Texas never be the same. Father God, may the power of your spirit go deep inside of them and in the areas that you're bringing change to their hearts, the insecurities, the fears, the brokenness, whatever is there, God, that you're trying to bring out, God, through this journey. I thank you, God, that you're going to give them rivers in their wilderness. You're going to give them streams in their wasteland. You are going to bring change. They're going to go inside out in 2023. And so, Father God, as a church, we bless them in the name of Jesus. We bless them with peace. And we ask, God, your blessing upon their life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
rage and grace, we bless you. May you go out of this house anointed, equipped for the good work of Jesus Christ. In the powerful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. Everybody give them a hug. Make sure you say goodbye to them. I think they leave when? The 7th. The 7th of, Ju- of this month. So I uh, believe that's six days away. So next Saturday. But Father, we thank you for them. In Jesus' name. You can be dismissed or you can come greet them and love on them as well. But may the Lord bless you and keep you in Jesus' name.